to dice and dreary. Last time, our heroes scoured the castle to make sure every part of their plan was in place before the final confrontation. We join them as they approach a caped figure standing on a balcony. Behind the uh, chapel of the uh, castle, uh, you're outside. It is raining. There was a, a, a very sad-looking garden, that mostly gray, and uh, maybe a flower here or there struggling to survive, but mostly dead and, and just a muddy, uh, a muddy mess. And just beyond that was a uh, a small little village, I guess you could say. It was a uh, pair of uh, buildings uh, that were dilapidated and uh, two towers that overlooked a uh, the, the, the cliff's edge. And between them was a uh, balcony. And standing at that balcony, looking out over uh, the cliff into the fog, is uh, Strahd. Uh, you guys had just kind of come around the corner. Uh, is there anything that you had you were preparing when you came around? Um, and and yes. is it were you like sneaking up or were you kind of like? I don't think we can sneak because I have the sun sword on full blast. Um, so thirty feet bright light. And I think it's I think that's right. And thirty feet dim. All right. So let's take a look at your character here. Let's do this now so we can have it. So it's... Uh, yeah, it starts out 15-15, but then you can re- uh, uh, expand or reduce it by 5 feet each round to a maximum of 30 feet each. 30 feet each. And so, yeah, before we had come out I had expanded it. Um, I had given uh, potions of invulnerability to Esmeralda who panicked a little bit earlier and drank it. So we don't and know if it's the, the war. I think we off. made it in, yeah, and uh, <laughs> and so I think Alana and I will probably go ahead and take ours and Sprocket. I gave them to them because I seem to remember you have some too. Yeah, I have one left. Yeah. Okay. So, um, um, and then the last thing that I'm going to do after taking the uh, the potion of invulnerability, assuming you know he hasn't like shot a fireball at me, is to. Um. Uh, say to Lance, "This is it, buddy. Let's let's take him down and uh, and activate Crusader's mantle on it." Whew, you are just going all in on this. <laughs> no, no, this is where we burn all of our items. Okay, so <laughs> to to kind of before we we set the scene here to kind of get the like you guys are charging in basically. Is that the plan? But what what what's the the approach here? Because as you came around the corner, you can kind of see he has his back to you and is just looking out. What's he looking at? I wasn't looking rain, out probably. just o- over the fog. This is the... I don't, yeah, I don't uh, think we're charging. Do y'all think we're charging? I don't think so. 
Yeah, so like this is to, to some for some context for for every everyone else. The castle sits atop the pillar stone, which is a thousand foot high cliff, and uh, the wall here, uh, where where you are standing, precisely on the map, the wall um, is where the edge of the cliff is. So the the whole houses uh, and the, the, the two buildings and the towers and the balcony all hang over this thousand foot cliff that looks down over the village of Barovia. So he's looking at the village? Yeah, he's just looking down. Like brooding, like Batman or something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so now you guys are kind of like back here. He hasn't turned around yet. You don't know if he notices you or not, but you guys came around the corner, saw him there, and then Crethen started down in potions and activating yeah, things. I don't, and <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just looked at it, and it's only a minute long, so I probably won't ignite Crusader's Mantle quite. Yeah, okay. Um, but I, I was asking if you guys were charging into battle, if we should go into initiative now, or uh, are you going to try and say something to him? Are you... What's what's the what's I, the plan? Overcasting spells because of the protection from evil and good, or is that during combat? We don't. We uh, we have that. We have the, the um, that statue that's doing it for us. Yeah, as you guys long already as we're have close that. to Sprocket. Okay. Uh, but if you want to cast it like on yourself, that way you can get away from Sprocket a little bit and still be protected. That would work. Now, why would anyone want to get away from Sprocket? Because <laughs> well, he has fireball. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a valid point, I guess. <laughs> um, I like, like I, I don't necessarily have anything to say to him, but also I like, I feel like this is a solemn moment. I don't think Crethen would run unless y'all start running, and then he probably would go, "Oh, okay, we're running," and then run. So, like, like if I'm setting the pace, I think we're walking. But okay. he does nothing to say for himself. We don't need to hear nothing. Well, we don't need to. I mean, we can, I guess. But um, uh, although if we just attack, then Alana can shoot that that uh, uh, fire arrow at him, which would be nice. <laughs> um, as you so, if you're walking there, uh, he turns his head a little bit to the left, so you can kind of see his profile and, and he says back to you uh, this is Barovia it's beautiful is it? Is it not? Yeah, the weather could be better <laughs> Yes it, it definitely could it does get boring after centuries you've all made these past few months very exciting I must say he turns around to face you it's been interesting. Uh, he looks at well. you, Sprocket, uh, and you, Crethen. He kind of looks back and forth between you two. He says, uh, I was furious at the two of you for a while. I, I, I could tell. <laughs> then Esmeralder, you showed up. And Van Richten, I see we have something in common. Neither of us can stay dead. He, uh, he laughs to himself a little bit. <laughs> I suppose you're here to kill me? Well, I was wondering if the dinner invite was still on. 
<laughs> I see we're having a change of heart about hospitality. I, would you care for some dinner? I never changed my mind. We just had stuff to do. <laughs> Dinner's probably pushing it. I think we may be beyond that now. Yes, it is but rather late. we might late. have time for a drink. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, yes, it, it is getting rather late, isn't it? Well, I suppose we should, uh, we should begin soon. I'm good if you are. Before we bounces in between us. <laughs> <laughs> the wind picks up a little bit and it starts, it starts to rain a little harder. Uh, there's lightning, a crash of lightning in the background that just lights up the sky and, and the, uh, the balcony here. It says, uh, before we begin, I'd like to thank you. And in return... I would like to uh, share a secret with you. I'm going to surrender Barovia to Arena, and I guess by extension, all of you. Why the change of heart? He looks back over his shoulder over Barovia, uh, and he he says, uh, "I've been here for more than five centuries, trapped here." I think it's time for something new. While we wait for your friends to arrive, why don't we have a little fun? Everybody roll initiative. What, what friends? Oh my oh, gosh, my last initiative, yay. I roll a three! <laughs> <laughs> I finally beat Preston for initiative. And you know that, like, whenever you draw whatever you're going to draw, and you're like, wait a minute, what happened to Chris? <laughs> Chris, and there's a 13. My first shot's going to miss because I automatically factor you in. <laughs> uh, what'd you roll, Esmeralda? Um, an eight. An eight. And we got Rictavio, and we got Alana. Okay, and then he is standing at the edge of this balcony, uh, just at the edge of your sunlight, um, and and really like just out of sight from you, uh, Crethen. You can't really <laughs> see him. Oh, at all. I would have totally done the, that whole dialogue differently. <laughs> it would have said it would have said stuff like, "Wait, where is he?" <laughs> just barely out of sight for you, uh, right on the edge of your 60-foot light. Uh, and there is... Uh, let me see here. It's his turn first, so he is going to... Uh, right as he says, uh, you know, while we wait for your friends, let's have a little fun. He a harpsichord comes out and attacks. The harpsichord comes jumping down. <laughs> he snaps his fingers. And uh, there is a, a bolt of lightning that uh, strikes. Let's see here. 
bolt of lightning forming 100 feet long and five feet wide blasts out from the direction you choose. So he strikes out from his finger. Uh, each creature in line, so that is going to be uh, Crethen, Sprocket, and Rictavio. Uh, all need to make dexterity saving throws. Rictavio is the one person who doesn't have a potion. 24. 19. 18. Uh, let me see. What is his spellcasting? It is an 18 is the DC to beat. And I was, I was going to say, if you said his, his spellcasting DC is 13. 13. Like, Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, that's not the one I'm looking for. That's Rick Tavia. That's why I can't find the spell. Um, 8d6. You guys will all take half as much. So 28 um, divided by 2. It's 14. 14. So each of you take 14 damage, or if you have a potion of invulnerability, 7. Yeah, Rick Tabby does not, so... Yeah. But uh, as this lightning bolt streaks out uh, from his fingers and shoots towards the three of you, you all dive out of the way, just getting singed slightly. Uh, from it as this bolt grazes you and strikes the brick wall behind uh, or the stone wall behind you and and breaks some of the already broken uh, stained glass that's boarded up here. Sprocket. Mess up the place. Goodness. (laughs) It's your turn. All right. First of all, my turret will pop to type this in already, but everyone gets 11 temporary hit points. Ooh, that was a good roll. Nice. Uh, 120 feet, no problem. Alright. Fun, you say? I can do fun. So I've been reading this spell scroll I had for a while, tinkering with it, and figured out how I could make it work in my favor. I am going to pull out 10 trinkets I've gathered over the years, years, (laughs) months, weeks, whatever. All the various magpie objects like the uh, Watcher's Ring, three bride heads, some jewelry from Strad's mother. (laughs) One of them has to be the, the, the glass orb. Ah, yes, the glass orb. Finally, that's going to come into use. <laughs> a doorknob. Banicles. <laughs> and I'm going to cast animate objects. Oh. <laughs> All right. So how many is that? Uh, ten tiny objects. Ten tiny objects. Do they have stats? Uh, yes. 20 hit points, 18 AC, plus 8 to hit. What? Doing 1d4 plus 4 damage. 1d4 plus 4. Okay. I did did warn you about this, but you never responded. I I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) 
We're very considerate players. And there's 10 of them? Yes. To save room, I won't put them all. I'm going to put them right one right next to you. And if you want to split them up or whatever, we I can duplicate that token and stuff. But right now, they're just all right in front of you. Is where they start. How do they, how do they function? What's, uh... So as these things come alive, actually, what does it look like? Well, I've been uh, tinkering with these things for a while. They all have little metal wings that pop out. <laughs> and they just start flying around. Okay, okay so like the Snitch and Harry Potter. <laughs> uh, and then do you command them on your turn? Or do they just yes. have a mind of their own? Uh, okay. I need to command them with a bonus action. Okay. So uh, what are you doing for the rest of your turn? I will use bonus. I use action. I will move a bit. Actually, I'm going to move on. Can I move that far? Right there. So I move up 25 feet. Try to put some distance between me and my party. All right. Yeah, we have to kind of step, stay separated and kind of be all together. (laughs) It's at the end of your turn. Van Richten is up next. And he is going to. Uh, to you, Esmeralda, and cast Guidance on you. What's that? So, uh, once before the spell ends, which ends in a minute, uh, the target can roll a d4 and add that number to an ability check of your choice. So, next ability check, you can add 1d4 to it. Okay. Is that uh, he's concentration? Going, uh, that is... Yes. Wait, no. Yes. Yes, it is. He casts, he casts Guidance. He's going to hold Guidance on you uh, for your next ability, and he's going to stay in the back, but he is going to draw his sword. I don't know why he'd think I need help, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Alana, what is what are the stats for your exploding bow? Um, it is a plus two. Uh, it's plus two, so plus two to attack and damage. Okay, and then uh, let me pull the explosion. Uh, and so it's a d one d ten plus two damage plus two to attack. And then a 2d8 plus 2 fire damage in a 20-foot explosion. Uh, 17. Uh, Whether she hits or not, it will explode. Okay, yeah. So 17 uh, plus 2, that's 19. Uh, This goes, uh, makes that that rocket sound as she lets it fly. Uh, And right for Strahd's head. Uh, And he just kind of gracefully moves his head to the side as it goes whizzing by and explodes out over the the cliff's edge. Oh, shit. (laughs) Crethen, it's your turn. All right. um, We're going to move in and um, Crusader's Mantle. Okay. So, uh, in that, that's going to be, uh, it's an aura, a, a 30 foot aura around me, um, which would, uh, will add a 1d4 radiant, uh, damage to hit attacks. 
Lance. <laughs> it's now your is time. time. Now is the time, <laughs> hero. Uh, as you stepped forward initially, the sunlight uh, hit Strahd and he began to smoke a little bit and squint his eyes. He kind of put his hand up in front of it. Oh, that that was one part of like I, like I imagined like we were like okay let's have some fun and then I was like point me in the which way is he and then I get hit with the light the the lightning bolt and I'm like okay no I know which way now <laughs> so I run that way and, oh there he is <laughs> uh, what are you doing is that it is just a running um, up or do any more movement nope um okay. Nope, because that that's my action, is uh, uh, the Crusader's Mantle. All right. Uh, let me see here. <laughs> I, was, oh, I was thinking, I was like, oh, I should do I should do Hunter's Mark on top of Crusader's Mantle. Uh, but they're both concentration. I was like, oh, darn. That would have <laughs> been fun. Just <laughs> all sorts of die. <laughs> Uh-oh. He's measuring. Strauss measuring the distance. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see here. Did Ezra have to go? I'm Not on yet. the. Oh, okay. Is she on the list? Yes. This... Oh, that's okay. Yeah, he has. Okay, I remember now. It's been a while, Strahd. I forgot about the whole <laughs> double the double uh double movement thing. That's super annoying. Yes. Uh, what you just witnessed was Strahd's legendary action. Uh. He has a number of them that he can take at the end of someone else's turn. And there's a list of things he can do. Uh, so at the end of Crethen's turn, he rushed forwards towards Crethen. Didn't quite make it, but he's run. He's currently running towards Crethen. Esmeralda. The lightning bolt has sh- just streaked by, hurt some of your Esmeralda's friends. Esmeralda's on the, on the list. <laughs> um, you were... Put uh, you, you were you, uh, you have a blessing on you, uh, and uh, you're standing in sunlight right now, and you can see Strahd rushing towards Crethen, giving off smoke. The smoke like kind of wisping off of him as he charges through the sunlight. What do you do? I think I'm, I would like to use the lightning bolt right back at him. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I think I hesitate for a moment and then decide, like, no, this is the real Strahd. I'm going to do my lightning bolt. <laughs> She's, like, sitting back the whole time. It's like, no, nah, it's not. It's not <laughs> Might I suggest Please? you reposition a little bit so yeah, it doesn't crescent? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just you take a step to, step what to your left. Line? I can do that? Or is that... Uh, yeah, so, so the lightning bolt a... streaks out a straight line from your finger. Right. That That's the ruler. Um, there's a function, so so it, it like singes my hair, and I like my hair. So yeah, uh, it's the it's the ruler command on the left, and the icons is the fourth one down. Yeah, it looks like a little ruler, and then you can, cool. you can click it. Oh, I see it. Look at this. Yeah. And then I'm just like, whoa, lines everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> This is gonna okay, be the hardest, so the hardest episode to, to edit. <laughs> I can like move myself, like. Yeah, you can just you can move and attack every every round, so you can just take a couple steps, one way or the other. Uh, dexterity save DC fifteen. Um, and then they have some kind of guidance. 
Yeah, so you can roll, or actually, no, this won't have, this isn't a check, so you just cast this. Strahd has, Strahd has to make the check. You still have that for a later time. Okay. Uh, he makes a dexterity saving throw, and he rolled an eight. Um, but you're going to learn an- another. You're going to learn another. <laughs> you know why feature. I knew that butt was coming? Because <laughs> Strahd is a butt. I said <laughs> it. Everybody's thinking it. <laughs> Strahd is going to invoke his legendary resistance. Three times a day he can do this, so this is one. Uh, if he fails a saving throw, he can just choose to succeed instead. Uh, and he's going to choose to succeed this saving throw and only take 12 damage as he kind of darts into the, the dilapidated building. Uh, and he what takes... What they have up his sleeve? <laughs> he takes 12 damage. Um... Is that the end of your turn, Esmeralda? I moved a little. I did a lightning bolt. What else can I do? I think that's it. That's going to be it. Strahd's turn. Is, is Strahd bloody? No. Oh. <laughs> Let's check. He is standing in sunlight. He's lost 12 hit points. Pain he's felt in a while. Uh, and he is standing in sunlight. So he does not get to heal, uh, which... Uh, okay, and then he also takes 20 damage. Just oh, okay. for standing in direct sunlight. Um, he's going to lunge forward towards you, Crethen. Uh, and where are his attacks? There they are. <laughs> he doesn't have any. It's just, yeah, he just doesn't have that's any attacks. The, that's the disappointing secret to the end of Curse of Strahd. Uh, does a 21 attacks? hit you? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, so that is... You're going to take uh, five bludgeoning. Bitch slapped you. And 17 (laughs) necrotic. Okay. And I'll have that, right? uh, Because you have invulnerability? Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. Uh, And so, 17, 18. 11 22 total. 11. uh, You could feel... His, his fingernails, like talons, like digging into your neck. He has just like grabbed your neck. Um, why don't you make a uh, an escape check, a DC 18 dexterity check to break free of his grasp? 25. 25 is enough. You break free and he is going to... You're not the only one with legendary actions. Actually, you are. I, I, that was a bluff. He's going to take another swipe at you. Uh, does a 24 hit? Yes. So 7 belegioning, 12 necrotic. So that's 19 damage. Do we round up for damage, uh, for uh, halving or round down? 10 or um, ten, 9 or 10? Round down. Okay. Uh, and then, so for that, that's his first round. Don't forget your temporary hit points. Oh, yeah, he went through those in the first hit, but that was good. <laughs> that, that was exactly 11. It was perfect. <laughs> uh, and so let me see what if he's got anything at the end of his turn he wants to do. Okay. Um, yeah, he's not going to move right now. <laughs> You're it's deliberately your doing ruler. <laughs> You're just making editing harder on yourself. <laughs> I know. I'm thinking <laughs> what he's going to do. But... <laughs> 
Sprocket, it is your turn. All right, first thing I'm going to do is use my bonus action. So this swarm cloud of random objects will fly up and attack him. All right. So they they have a plus eight, right? Yes. So that means... Oh, Uh, they have plus eight. Okay, so half of them hit. And how oh, much nine. damage do they do? 1d4 plus four. 1d4. Can you roll that for me? So half, so 5d4 plus 20? Yes. Yeah. 28. 28. That's right. not the best of rolls, but... <laughs> uh... <laughs> They start swarming around him, pelting him, uh, I, crashing I into that, him. I hope that that sphere just like that orb just pops him in the noggin. Yeah, that that sphere just like you, you guys heard it, like it, it it made a like a resonant sound as it just like clonked off his head. Um, the bride heads don't actually hit him, but they, you know, uh, mock him and bitch at him. <laughs> It's circling around him. Did you get the laundry done? <laughs> this is the real reason he's giving up. <laughs> now that he sees the brides are dead, he's like, wait, no, I have reason to live now. It's Rocket. What are we doing for the rest of your turn? Uh, I guess we'll fall back to shooty shooty. All right. So I use my bonus action, so I only get two shots with Thunderhead. A 26. That and, is a uh, hit. Add, um, add a plus uh, D4 Radiant, because you're within 30 feet of me. It's something. <laughs> well, it's, at least it's Radiant. I mean, And my second shot is a 25. That is a hit. For right, that's 17 damage. Yeah. 17. All right. And Strahd is dead. Both shots hit him. Not dead yet. Uh, he is... Hey, you're right. This is kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Strahd vaults over you, Prethen, uh, and uh, makes a, a beeline towards uh, Rictavio. It is Rictavio's turn. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> puts his head between his legs and runs away. <laughs> and, Rick and, and I call and I call after him. It's like, I went to a lot of trouble to resurrect you. <laughs> uh, Van Richten, he is going to it's going to pull out his sword. And Old move cotton. <laughs> he's, he's got his, his <laughs> he, he's got his cane sword out, uh, and he reaches into his little bag he has with him. He pulls out a a vial, uh, a, uh, a vial of holy water that he uh, wraps up uh, is kind of like half wrapped up in a, in a towel or, or a, a handkerchief of some kind. And he smashes the bottle, soaking the towel, rubs it on his sword, and goes in for the attack. Uh, he is going to make... Oops, wrong one. He's using it as a sword, not a cane. 
Uh, a 22 hits, and his second okay. attack, an 18 misses. But the 22 hits deals five and piercing damage. Add his d4. And He's a, running ooh. up, right? Yes. Yeah, he is. He ran up to him and a d4. Um, so uh, he's, yeah, he's barely in range, but he's in range. Adds another d4 radiant damage, another one. Okay, y'all got to roll better. <laughs> this is this is this is the main event, guys. <laughs> uh, and then, because of his holy water trick, he deals an additional three d6 damage. Holy! Oh, that was the wrong one. 3d6, not 3d8. An additional 10 damage. Uh, let's see. Strahd already used one legendary action, so he's going to use his second legendary action. And he's going to attack Rictavio with a uh, unarmed strike. A critical hit. Uh-oh. He deals 15 damage. Uh, then we, we specifically told him to be the healer. Like that was the plan. <laughs> 20, 20, another 24 necrotic. Holy smokes. Uh, and then he's going to, he has to try and escape Strahd's clutches. I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> I'm sure Rictavio is. <laughs> he's actually, while he's being held up by the neck, you uh, you hear hear him say, "Not again!" <laughs> uh, so let's see. That was all of that, and then he has to make a DC 18 dexterity check to break free of the grasp, and he does not. So he is being choked by. Strahd right now. Uh, Alana's turn. Uh, not wanting to blow up Van Richten, she's going to switch to uh, her bow. And uh, she's going to make her shots at Strahd and a miss and a hit for eight damage. Uh, for Strahd's third legendary action, um, he's going to bite Rictavio. Just a, a big old bite out of Rictavio's neck. Uh, not really does not really like that dude. <laughs> it was good to have you back with us for a little while. Back to the ring. 16 damage. Target's maximum hit points is reduced by an amount equal to the necrotic damage taken. So that was eight necrotic. Um, means Rictavio's feeling a little weak. Um, the reduction lasts until the f- target finishes a long rest. Uh, the target dies if the hit point maximum is reached to zero. Human slain in this way is a vampire under Strahd's control. Uh, so Rictavio has eight hit points left. Strahd drops him uh, oh, gosh. to the ground, uh, and he is weak. Uh, the Strahd? No, Van Richten. Oh. Uh, Van Richten <laughs> was, is, is weak. He looks, <laughs> he looks paler than normal. Uh, Strahd kind of wipes away some blood dripping down his face, and Strahd looks a little more invigorated and healthy. <sighs> Crethen, it's your turn. Okay. What do you do? Did, did he take did he take sunlight damage or any of that? 
Because but those were bonus act, uh, uh, rounds, right? Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, and I'm going, I'm going to, uh, to to say out loud. Um, y'all aren't sure if I'm talking to the swords or everyone, but it's uh, it's revenge time, boys, and come up and start cutting. All right. All right. 28. Uh, I'll just go ahead and roll my things. 28 on the sun's sun sword. 14 for Lance, which I'm sure doesn't hit. 22 on the sun sword. Yes. So sun sword both hit. Okay. All right. So is, uh, is, uh, I'm, I'm going to guess that he gets the additional radiant damage off uh, for undead targets. Yes. Okay. So the first one, and I'll, I'll roll the two D4s together uh, to speed up. But the first one is 18 total. Uh, the second one is 20. And then let me roll the D4s. And then additional five. Okay. Um, the first strike uh, <laughs> Ducky <laughs> the, the first strike you hear uh, you hear him cry out and the second one <coughs> uh, when Lance when you swing Lance around uh, for the, the second hit he catches it with his hand uh, and just kind of holds it there uh, and you strike again with the uh, the sun blade uh, and he he attempts to grab that one too but it's it is a, a blade made of, of light uh, so it, it doesn't uh, he it doesn't do a great job it ends up just kind of grabbing the hilt uh, and taking that damage but he gets a good look at the sword uh, and looks up at you uh, and he he with just anger in his eyes uh, he says where did you get this sword yeah, it's a blade made out, out of a pissed off sibling. <laughs> uh, I, do, I, I don't actually know if Crethen knows that or not, but I do. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Spoilers, everybody. It's a Spoilers. blade out of, made out of a pissed off brother. <laughs> I think we got that backstory on it. Oh, we did. Okay. I think, I think you guys did. Yes. The, for Esmeralda, the, the sun sword is the what remains of... Strahd's older brother's sword. Oh. Used to have a crystal blade. Unbeknownst uh, to, well, Strahd had had it destroyed. So he thought. <laughs> Fun backstory there. We'll get into it in, in, in the episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think Tom um, Vladimir says hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Vladimir's pissed that he couldn't be here. I am sure he's yelling right now. Um, Crethen, is that the end of your turn? Um, yes. Um, and uh, Bergeron is not is is circling, but he's not doing anything. Okay, but he is up. He's in the air. Esmeralda, it is your turn. Okay. Strahd is current. He's currently has kind of holding bo- both of Crethen's swords. Um, <laughs> And furious you, you, you with remember, him. Yeah, you remember earlier when, when he was all like, I was mad at you for a while, but it's all good now. Peace and love. Peace, it's all love. 
it's all love. <laughs> let's 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 just let's just have a little skirmish while we're waiting. It'll be fun. All of a sudden, it all goes out the window, doesn't it, Strotty boy? <laughs> yeah, he's got some anger problems. <laughs> um, so it's um, is he in the range? Do I have to oh, yeah. use a ruler? No, no, you, you don't need to. He, he's he's just like like fifteen feet away from you, so you could run up and attack him. You could hit him from ranged. Um, okay, what I want to know is like, would Esmeralda do the same holy water trick with the um, Saint Thiabon? If you if you uh, have any holy water, you can. I do have a holy water flask. I have yes. one. Uh, if I use that, I uncheck this. Full disclosure, it will not do as much damage as Rictavio's. That's an ability he has. But but yes, uh, Holy Water, we'll say can you can deal an extra 1d6. I was adding flavor to an ability he, he has that only works against Strahd. So. Okay. Yeah. So should but I not no. do it then? Am I no, going go to ahead. take away I think his it's cool. thunder? I think okay. it's a cool idea. So go, yeah, you and you're his student anyway. So like, yeah, <laughs> learning, like doing the same trick. Holy water will grant you extra 1d6. So I have applied that to the saint's thigh bone, and I shall attack. (laughs) Remember that thigh bone? (laughs) I don't don't know how he would. He can't use the same thing again. (laughs) Where did you get this? (laughs) (laughs) Where's everybody getting all the stuff? (laughs) Then I'll pull out the symbol of Ravenkind. (laughs) What is this? What is going on? My world is collapsing around me. <laughs> also, also, we read your diary. <laughs> I remember this. And, and, we, diary. and we posted it on Twitter. <laughs> no! <laughs> and that is how you beat Strahd. <laughs> You've beaten him with social embarrassment. Right. Oof. Oh. Critical miss. Um, Every time it seems with this thing. <laughs> Please don't hit me with it again. <laughs> Not this time. What what happens this time is, is Esmeralda, you try to do the trick where that, that uh, Van Richten did just like he did, but you're, it's your first time trying it and it's a little sloppy. So you spilled a lot. And then when you went to lunch forward, you slipped <laughs> oh, a little man. bit on the glass and, oh, uh, and, and holy water. Uh, and, and so that's how why you missed your attack. But... Uh, it is Strahd's turn now, so uh, yeah, you're rushed over, but you didn't you didn't get your attack over. Uh, it is, is Strahd's Van Richten turn. still alive to see all that? He is he was, he's hanging on longer. <laughs> yeah, and, he's uh, hanging on for life. Yeah, that, uh, that healing was not my department. Unfortunately, healing was his department, <laughs> and he had to go stabby instead. So, um, yeah, like. Uh, Okay, Strahd, it's your turn. <laughs> hopefully, it is hopefully turn. I pissed him off enough that he's uh, he'll come after me instead. He's taking more damage uh, because he is standing uh, in in the sunlight. Um, he is there is a uh, a cloud of smoke of, of a fog that. Uh, billows around his feet uh, as he he's he's still holding uh, like, like you Crethen and just like anger uh, burning in his eyes. You swear it almost looks like flames in his eyes. Uh, there I can't is see it anyway. So 
fog billowing out around his feet that fills the fills the air around you, uh, dimming the light, the, the sunlight from your sword, uh, and also making it hard to see. For you, Crethen, you can still see uh, just fine. Uh, because you are you have blind sight but for everyone else uh there is a thick fog that is over this area now uh it is um 20 foot radius so let me put a little circle so they have to there okay all right i don't know how to draw you, you just <laughs> give him an aura <laughs> yeah it, it doesn't does move it... with him Oh, okay. Yeah. Here, so it's just, uh, it's just 20 see, feet. Sorry. It's just like around this feet? area. Yeah. It, it's just around in this general area. So like basically Sprocket and Alana, you see the cloud around. Uh, and Esmeralda, Van Richten, Crethen, you are all inside of the, yeah, that rough general area. You are all inside of this cloud of fog. Uh, Crethen, you're the only one that sees, uh, sees this. But uh, Strahd, uh, amongst all of the swirling fog, uh, bursts into a swarm of bats and takes flight into the air. Uh, And he starts flying off to the the northeast up. He he goes uh, up. Let me see what his fly speed is. Um, Flying speed is 30. So he goes up 30 feet. And Sprocket, it is your turn. Did you quit moving him? (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. I accidentally moved him. Uh, (laughs) So I can see him now? You can see him, sort of. Or I can see a bunch of bats. You see a bunch of bats. Uh, You did what you saw in the... um, With the cloud of fog and then a, a... swarm of bats flew out of the the fog. Well, we've seen him do the bat thing before, so I think I have, I'd have a pretty good idea of him. Okay. Take your shot. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to drop my animate object spell. Just hoping to get more use out of that. So, instead I will pull out a small looks like a uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a tube with a rubber gasket on the end that I can, and a rope attached to it, and I can pull it back and let it go. And it lets out this burst of air as I cast Wind Wall. Nice. All right. I was going for one of those uh, air cannon things. Yeah, I like it. What does uh, Wind Wall do? Let's see, a wall of strong wind rises from the ground at a point you choose within range. You can make the wall up to 50 feet long, 15 feet high, one foot thick. Shape the wall any way you choose, as long as it's a continuous path along the ground. And each creature within its area makes a strength saving throw. 3d8 bludgeon. Uh, save for half. Uh, he got a 24. It's <laughs> so keep uh, fog, smoke, and other gases at bay. Smaller, smaller flying creatures can't pass through the wall. Okay, so he's stuck. He can't pass through. And he takes half damage? Yes. What was the, the total there? Well, that's a 3d8. 
Yeah. That's right. 17. 17. So. Okay. Which kind of takes 8 damage. And the. Is, is that the end of your turn, Sprint? Uh, I will uh, pop the turret again so everyone can take 10 temporary. Nice. Uh, he is going to the... the... Hey, where are you going? <laughs> Rick, Rick Tavio thanks you. <laughs> the cloud, uh, the, the swarm of bats is, uh, is going to kind of circle around and try to regroup. Uh, he's going to spend a legendary action just kind of caught in the, the whirlwind there that's been created. Um, the... Let's see what he is doing. Okay. Yeah, he just has to spend his spend his turn swirling about here. Uh, Rictavio, Ben Richton's turn. Uh, he is weak. He's he's struggling yeah, yes. to stand up. Um, but he he is going to uh, pull out like a, a, a little talisman uh, that that he had uh, around his neck, kind of just like holds it up as he kind of struggles to, to get himself up to his feet and emanating from that little talisman is a, a burst of light and uh, Rictavio, Esmeralda, Crathen, you each get uh, five hit points returned to you. You healed for five? Yeah. He was down to eight. Yeah. That's all. That's all he could muster. the worst healer ever. <laughs> Why did we bring a cleric along <laughs> Sprocket? Oh, we needed information. Uh, Alana is going to take a shot with that crossbow. Have her back up first. <laughs> uh, no, she's shooting into the air. She. Oh, she's, he's still in the air. Okay. Yeah. She, she's got this under control. Uh, D20. Oh, no, no. 15. So it's not enough. Uh, again, it goes shoot, shooting off, uh, bounces off one of the spot, one of one spire of uh, the castle and collides with the other one and explodes. Uh, and some bricks rain down uh, and some, some debris uh, from high up on the spire. Uh, the bats are flying higher uh, above your wall, Sprocket. Uh, and they are uh, out of uh, out of sight of you, Crethen. Uh, they're uh, above Sorry, 60 Alana. feet now. They're above 60 feet now. Crethen, what do you do? All right. Um, I'm going to kind of move in that direction, see if I can kind of see him, because I just saw that the bats go up and wasn't sure exactly where, but I know there. Uh, I, I would I, to get my bow out, anyways. It, you know, it would I would have to extinguish a sword, and I do not want to do that. And so, instead, I'm going to cure wounds on Rictavio. Okay, I'm going to third level it. All right. Um, so that's at uh, thirteen, uh, fifteen. 
And um, then bonus action <clears throat> call for Berggren. Okay. Okay, the book doesn't say that I have to be able to see the enemy to command it to, to attack. Okay. So I just ver- I verbally command. Yeah, uh, why don't you go ahead and... All right, so first, uh, Berggren's going to make a dive. Uh, well, if it's that high, it probably he's probably not that high. Um, but he's it's the opposite of dive. A- climb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'll climb to attack. He has a um, movement speed of 90 feet, so I'm sure he can get there. First one was 11, so I'm sure that does not hit. That does not. And a 10. Berggren! <laughs> what the crap? And um, he's going to... Um, He's going to kind of like swipe at some bats and realize it's like, oh, they're they're a little faster than that little. Those are some of those other guys we were we were fighting. And uh, so he's going to scoot, scoot away um, as soon as he fails his attacks. All right. Uh, The bats climb higher and uh, enter into one of the top towers of the spire. Of, uh, of Ravenloft. The uh, climbing the, uh, the the bats have circled up above the uh, uh, above the above the church, kind of to the the west uh, of all of you. That you've been standing from where you're standing. Uh, they have circled up and then have flown. Uh, they're beginning to fly over this way. Um, you see them kind of leaving the area. Esmeralda. Uh, the fog is beginning to clear from the wind blowing it blowing it away. Uh, you can hear bats above you. High up. What do you do? They're above me? I thought they were flying off. They're flying off, but you can hear you hear them above you and then flying off to the, the, the west. Do I follow them? You can. Uh, if you run out of the fog just a couple feet, you'll be able to see them. Okay, I'll do that. Outside of the fog, you can see to the uh, the southwest, the, the where the the tower you were in uh, initially, um, when you fought that first vampire spawn, uh, the tower just south of the heart uh, is where the the bats are headed. Uh, follow the bat. All right. How are you doing that? You're going to try and run through the castle or uh, head to the south through the courtyard. Oh, shall head through the courtyard. Where did we leave that? Uh, we climbed down with a rope um, on one of those things. Where did we leave that? That was in the south, right? I think so. I think it's down I, over here, right? Yeah, yeah I, I think just so. Get... Yep. So we can at All least right. get... Um, so Esmeralda, what you can do, you, you, uh, you can dash, you can just run on your turn and you'll move double your speed and you'll get there. It'll take probably about two turns to get there. These bats fly off and Esmeralda makes a break for it through the fog, chasing the, those bats down.
Thanks for listening to Dice and Dreary. Our players this episode were Crethen, played by Kai, Sprocket, played by Ken, Esmeralda, played by Blue Velvet, and the DM, Jeff Adam. Music by the Techno Funk Boy, and editing by Jeff Adam. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.